Ahoy hoy everyone, it's Craig here and I am at Epcot to eat my way around Epcot International Festival of the Arts, but I'm not here alone. I'm here with Rhino and Hannah, and we are ready to shove our faces for this Disney dining review. Before we get started, I wanna remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you wanna support us because you like us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of an incredible Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no obligation quote. And this is also brought to you by our Patreon supporters. Uh, we would not be able to do this without their help. So if you want more information on how to become a supporter on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash disunlimited. Now, we're actually about ready to head out, so I could ruin this entire thing and tell you just what we had and how much we liked everything or how much we hated some things. But instead, let's rewind back to the beginning of the day, see what we had. Mm. Yummy, yummy. Stole your line you right now. I stole it. We are starting our adventure at Cuisine Classique, which sounds like it'd be in France, but guess what? It's not. It's by Creation Shop and Test Track. I had to turn around because I forgot what the car ride was called. <laughs> I'm having a day. Um, we over here got the Beef Wellington, which is described in our handy dandy little book as mushroom doule. I don't know if that's how you say it prosciutto and puff pastry with red wine and a demi glace, glaze, I don't know. Um, and then it's served with um, something like potatoey. Looks like it could be potato, looks like it could be, who knows, soylent grain, we'll find out. Um, so, you know what, I'm gonna just try that part right now. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's like a truffle mashed potato. So now I'm going puff pastry. Oh God, I just cut into yours. I don't know if there's prosciutto on this piece. That's why I'm getting some, see. I yanked this piece and it was all prosciutto. Okay, well, I'm taking that. <laughs> this was not my choice for a dish, but I am gonna say it's actually pretty pleasant. Um, I like the, um, we're just gonna call it truffled mashed potatoes. Those are really good. Honestly, the puff pastry with like the Wellington in it, I, I feel like every time I've had like beef Wellingtons, they're always like these little tiny bites that are put in a puff pastry that are at like, some sort of media event or special event or like a, you know, an office party or something like that. This is actually much more elevated than that. The, the piece of meat in there is, um, is pretty well cooked and very flavorful and that um, red wine demi-glaze, like it adds a nice element of like sweetness. I feel like it's not super sweet, but it, there's definitely like some sodium in this dish, but I feel like the red wine is like balancing that really nicely. So I don't, I. It was pretty good. For some I thought I was not gonna like it all. Pretty good. How much was this? I don't have the receipt. I don't know. I'll update you in a second. We also got a drink here. We went with the Gulfstream Brewing Company Black IPA from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Now this comes in two sizes. There is a five ounce for 575 or there is a 12 ounce for 975. And of course there's three of us that like beer here. So we went with the 12 ounce and divided it up a little bit here. So I'm gonna give that a little bit of a sip. And just to update you before I do that, the Beef Wellington, it was 875. Oh. This is only the second black IPA I've had in my entire life. And I gotta tell you, it's got a little bit of a bitter taste to it. It like kind of reminds me about if you have a stout that's like a really heavy stout. It has that kind of darker, maltier flavor to it. 
but this is definitely way lighter and drinks like smooth like an IPA. I wouldn't say it's like hoppy. I definitely, this is like an intense malt in here. I don't think, um, it's not bad, but it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't think I'll have it again. Hello and cheers from Festival of the Arts. I also had part of the Beef Wellington and the Black IPA. The Beef Wellington, first off, I'm a fan of Beef Wellington. It's something we normally make for the holidays. Uh, we make the Gordon Ramsay recipe. It's delicious. I thought this was pretty good. I was nervous about it at first because it looked maybe overcooked or at least the beef did. And while it's definitely not even medium rare, I'd say maybe medium well, it was still tender and I thought the flavor was there. Also, it seemed like there was a healthy amount of prosciutto, which was good, and the puff pastry was light and fresh. So I was pleasantly surprised with it. Um, the, the glaze that was with it was a nice touch as well. And then maybe my favorite part of the dish was the mysterious truffle mashed potatoes, which were absolutely loaded with truffle, which is always a great thing. So I would have liked to have had more of those. Like I feel like even that with the glaze was fantastic. It's one of the more expensive dishes here, but it is, you know, a nice piece of steak and the truffle mashed potatoes were great. The black IPA, I'm not hating it. I, you know, it's unusual, right? It's two things that typically don't go together, but it does kind of come across as maybe more of like a porter or a stout. It's chilly out today, which that is nice on a day like today. It's not as hoppy as an IPA or some IPAs are, which is actually a good thing for me. So I think, you know, in a cooler day like today, it's nice because it's a little bit heavier than a traditional IPA. Also felt like it paired nicely with the dish. So also we're over here uh, by the playground for the festival. So as a parent, I think this is a great treat yourself. Go get some beef Wellington, get a nice beer, watch your kid have a great time. Go get and some keep beef eating. and watch the kids. Yeah, get some beef, get some beer, beef and beer. Cheers. I thought the Wellington was a work of art, both in its appearance as well as its taste. Uh, yes, the beef was overcooked, but it was still so tender. Everything just blended so perfectly together, and it did pair very well with that black IPA, even though I'm not a fan of black IPA. So, yeah, I would definitely come back and get that. But now we're moving on to the deconstructed dish, which is the booth that is closest to Test Track. And this is where you get items that instead of coming together, they're deconstructed. And the first thing we're trying from here is the deconstructed BLT. It's pork belly, onion bread pudding, watercress espuma, and tomato jam. And this costs $7.25. So I feel like maybe this is just the, uh, the trend for the festival. It's gonna be slightly on the pricier side for every dish. But again, these are the culinary arts. I'm gonna start with the pork belly here. Pork belly is very crispy uh, and, you know, it's not my favorite pork belly that I've ever had, but it's also not completely inedible. I believe it's a little mustard on it too to add to the flavor. It's, it's okay. I'm sure, like, that's the hard part with deconstructed. It's like you're eating everything individually, even though I feel like it's supposed to all be eaten together. There's no way you could do that with this dish. So now let's try this uh, onion bread pudding along with the tomato jam. That is excellent. The onion is just packing through. The tomato jam adds that sweetness to it. I actually had it with a little bit of that watercress espuma, uh, which just adds overall. I mean, it's deconstructed. If this thing was constructed, it would be 
a stellar dish. Uh, I wish they would just construct it all together, uh, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There was a deconstructed strawberry mint julep with bourbon on the menu, so obviously, you know, we're not gonna walk by and not have a mint julep. We're not trash people. So it's a really interesting looking thing because nowhere did it say it was frozen, but it looks like they put in their ice and then the bourbon's just sitting on top and then the strawberries in here. So basically it's like, we're gonna give you all the elements of the drink, but you make it yourself. So um, this will be interesting. I'm gonna stir it up a little bit here, I think. There's a little sprig of mint that just disappeared down here in the bottom. And ironically, sitting here in the cold, this melted, but our dish got cold <laughs> like, it's quite a bit of a, oh, Hannah's telling me to stick it all the way in and then squeeze it and then the bubbles come out. And then look, you can, it's like drawn blood. Mmm, there we go. We got a nice, got a nice draw. We'll see what this is. Oh, positive, for sure. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try the, let me stir it up here. I am excited for what this just tasted like though, because that actually tasted real good. If you know me at all, you know I love a Disneyland mint julep, but the, the, every time I've tried to make a mint julep or had a mint julep in real life, like the actual drink mint julep, I've hated them. So, uh, except for the frozen mint julep at the Magic Kingdom, and we'll see about this. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The strawberry is nice. Um, I feel like we had a good amount of bourbon in there for this. Like, so the strawberry mixing with the mint is really nice. Um, it's actually very refreshing. Like, and it has that. I would argue this definitely has that sugary mint julep taste, like the like a Disney mint julep does, as opposed to like an actual classic like Kentucky cocktail. Mm. Yeah, very good. This this was um, twelve dollars. I can still t I can taste the bourbon in this. Yeah, I am. I think I would. Honestly, I think I would get everything at this booth again because I like everything we had at this booth again. I should say because the de deconstructed BLT. Craig was spot on with everything he said about it. It was absolutely delicious. That pork belly was nice and crispy and the, it just all mixed together so well. And you could eat the elements separately or together and it just like, it popped. And I can't wait to get one of those again and eat it in the nice warm sun. So I too also got the deconstructed strawberry mint julep. And it is, you can taste the bourbon in it, which I think is great. I think sometimes with these strawberry sweet dishes or drinks at Disney, it feels more like a kid's icy than an actual cocktail. Uh, the bourbon flavor definitely comes through. I do feel like for $12, I don't know, even though you can taste the bourbon, uh, they're using Jim Beam, so it's not, oh. you know, I know. <laughs> they're not using top shelf stuff, which is fine. Uh, I do like, mine had a lot of mint on the top, so I feel like that gave it more of that classic mint julep taste. Normally with a cocktail, I think you're supposed to like it more the more you drink. I'm actually liking it less the more that I drink it. Kind of almost has, I don't know if it's a strawberry, but kind of this medicine kind of, I don't know, weird aftertaste. But maybe, I don't know, maybe I've got it wrong. But I will say presentation was fun. This is one of those true festival of the art 
dishes, drinks that just is fun. It's different. Like when I walked away from the booth with it, like there were people that turned around and looked at it and were like, oh, we should get one. Also, like mixing it together was fun the way the strawberry kind of bubbled up to the top. So I think if I was going to go back to this booth, I would absolutely get the deconstructed BLT. I probably would not make this a priority, but get the BLT. It was fantastic. So I am here at Pop Eats. This is my second visit to Pop Eats uh, during the 2024 Festival of the Arts season. And I'm back with one of my returning favorites, which is the pimento cheese, grilled cheese with fried green tomato and bacon with the very fun tomato soup. And I'm just, I've had this before, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a bite really quick. I thought it was delicious last time. It's a pretty big portion. Pimento cheese is very good. Fried green tomatoes, I'm kind of picky about them. I thought it was great. Solid, just like last time. Uh, oh, I didn't realize I got soup, but I don't have spoons. That's kind of sad. So I'll come back to that. I've had this before and it's okay. Tomato soup, it's not quite a bisque, so it's not as creamy, but it's okay. Like, especially if you're gonna dip your grilled cheese in it, I think that's a great addition for it. This one is priced right at $6.50. So I think that's a pretty good value uh, for one of the festivals. We're gonna split it and I think that's pretty easy to do. So this is one of those returning favorites. I will get it again and again, especially on a cool day like this, it is perfect. That pimento grilled cheese is a killer sandwich every single year. I hope they never get rid of it, but I do hope they can one day figure out how to make tomato soup. I think they'd be more successful if they would literally just get a can of Campbell's tomato soup and make it that way. Whatever they're doing here, it is not good. It's not good as regular tomato soup. It's not good as a tomato basil. It's not good as a bisque. It's just not very good soup. But maybe I will be able to wash the taste of the soup away with our next food item, the, the uh, Rock the Dots white chocolate and orange mousse with vanilla bean chiffon cake. Of course, Minnie's rocking the dots as she always does. The cake actually looks really wonderful. It looks nice and light and moist, but with that crispy chocolate shell on the outside. We'll see if it actually tastes good though. That's a really good cake. It is so light and fluffy and airy. The white chocolate hits first and that creaminess from it, but then the, the orange in there from the mousse is just, it's just so, so delicate in there. So it's not overly fruity. Uh, I, I just think it's a perfect pair. And then you get a little texture difference from the crunch of the white chocolate on top. Very nice. Craig didn't say the uh, price of the cake, but it was uh, $5.25. Um, and I'm just thinking, I completely agree with what he said. The, the like nice little thin layer of white chocolate on the top gives like a really nice texture to this cake that the mousse that's in the middle just is so good. I love white chocolate. Um, and then there's this like nice aftertaste of this like kind of citrusy orange that sits with you for a little bit. For five, um, for 5.25, that cake is good because it's a pretty big portion. I feel like we all got a decent slice of that. And then the, the, the pimento grilled cheese, I mean, why they've already said what's to be said, but it's nice, it has a nice amount of spice on it. I'm not a big tomato soup person, so the only tomato soup I've really enjoyed is that Disneyland one from Jolly Holiday, which is definitely like a bisque. But with that said, I still love that pimento uh, grilled cheese so good. And for um, $6.50, it's a pretty solid uh, size slice of grilled cheese. So find a friend who likes uh, tomato soup and maybe go halvesies and just give them the tomato soup and run with the sandwich. 
you know, but um, I think it's worth a stop. I would, I would, I'd say this booth is definitely worth a stop. Bonjour, y'all. I'm Hannah reporting to you from France. Uh, no, really, we're over here by the Encanto booth, so that's why we have this fantastic music in the background. I'm having regrets right now. I do love salmon, I really do. But today I got bold and I was like, hey, we're gonna order the warm salmon dish. Let's also order the cold salmon dish. That sounds fun, a duo, two things of salmon. And then immediately we got it and I said, no, I, I do not know about this. So I'm gonna take one for the team. I'm gonna try the cold salmon first. Maybe we could just zoom in on this really quick. Um, so as you can see, I thought, I was like, well, maybe this is like frozen. I don't know why that would have made it better. It's jelly. You see that like little bounce back, like a little, like make it jiggle a little bit. So anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I am going to just do it. Um, let me see. There's just description. No, it's just a duo de salmon. That's what I'm going to call it. You can find the cold in there. Oh, the cold. Let's see. Oh, it is salmon mousse which I guess is the salmon jelly. And then, sorry, that was a little sassy. Uh, smoked salmon with dill and a flaxseed biscuit served cold. Yeah, I, I probably should have read the description. I mean, salmon mousse, that's a little precarious, but I like smoked salmon, but flaxseed, flaxseed's typically kind of dry and boring. I think about that like that's something my, my toddler eats flaxseed oatmeal. So, you know, maybe I don't have an adventurous palate. We'll see. And maybe I'll be wrong. So here we go. You know what? I feel bad about this. I'm just going to eat the salmon mousse first to just do it. Do it for the gram. The flavor is fine. It tastes like smoked salmon. I like smoked salmon. But it's just the way the jelly is almost like you taste smoked salmon and then you're just like, what is this gelatin substance? I still don't really know, but I mean, it tastes like cold smoked salmon. So let me see if I can get in here and get this uh, flaxseed base that it's on. Let's see, no flavor, kind of dry, but I mean, I feel like honestly, with the gelatin consistency, maybe you need that. I don't know. So then we have this interesting, this dish is divided by, I don't know guys, I really don't, no comment, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. Mm, I don't even know. Maybe a little spicy, maybe mustardy, I'm not sure. Okay, now I'm gonna treat myself to the warm salmon dish, which do we have? Okay, it's a puff pastry with salmon and spinach and a Chardonnay shallot sauce and it's served warm. So this seems more promising. Puff pastry, who doesn't love it? So let's let's give this one a go. I'm gonna cut into it. Give me a nice cross section here of puff pastry. Pretty sure you guys know what that looks like. All right, so I'm gonna get this little bit. I'm gonna pick up the salmon right here. All right, well I just learned I can never be a food blogger, I think, but trying our best here. All right. The salmon's decent, like it's not, um, it's flaky, it's not super fishy, which is great. It is chilly out today, so it's kind of cooled off a little bit. I do feel like that would be better warm. Maybe even a little bit more like cheesy or something. It's a little interesting because the way it's served, it's puff pastry and then the spinach kind of filling and then the salmon. I almost feel like it should be baked together somehow. It feels like you're just kind of eating separate components, almost like the deconstructed dish, but 
I don't know. I'm not going to recommend this. Get the brie cheese bread bowl. Who doesn't love brie cheese? Who doesn't love bread? Get the frozen martini. Who doesn't love that? I don't think Hannah mentioned the price, but this dish was $14.75, which definitely puts it on the more expensive side, if not the most expensive dish that's here. Um, I tried the chilled salmon first, and I'm honest, I'm gonna, not gonna lie to you, as I'm talking about it, I'm trying not to gag because I think it is one of the most disgusting things I've ever had in my entire life. Like, we made the joke when we were getting it about how it was like a 1960s dinner party, and the gelatin with the fish, it was like everything I don't want from a dish, but I am also not somebody who likes, every time I hear smoked salmon, I think, oh, salmon like on the grill, smoked, you know? And um, then it's like the cold salmon that you have with like a bagel, and that's not really my jam. I like, I like a cooked salmon. With that said, I didn't really like the warm salmon that much either. I thought it was fine, but for the sauce that was there, there wasn't a lot of flavor. You know, it's, it's very, like puff pastry, it didn't really come together. There was nothing that was really binding it all together for me. I agree with you that it, if it was like baked inside of it, I maybe would have felt differently, but I also, compared to everything we've had so far, price-wise and quality-wise, this is definitely ground zero, and I will, try my best not to gag as I walk through France for the rest of the times that I come to Epcot for the rest of my life because I almost threw up in that bush behind me. We're at the artist table, which is located near the American Adventure. And over here we got the hummingbird cake, which is a banana and pecan cake dipped in cream cheese icing with caramel sauce and warm pineapple compote. And uh, to wash that down, we also got, uh, we went with a beer flight, which included the Wicked Weed Pineapple Daydream IPA from Asheville, North Carolina, the Brew Hub Jazzberry Wheat Jam Ale from Lakeland, Florida, and the Lost Coast Brewery Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout from Eureka, California. I always like to try whenever there's a peanut butter beer anywhere on planet Earth. Um, the thing is, I realized when we sat down, I think I've actually had the Lost Coast uh, Peanut Butter Beer because they sell it at Total Wine. I don't remember if I liked it or not. So we're gonna find out today. But the first things first, I'm gonna try a piece of this cake because I wanna have my cake and eat it too. And uh, Hannah can't have any today. She's got a tree nut allergy. So if anyone's looking to, to offer, now you know her kryptonite. <laughs> so I'm just gonna cut it in half. Look at that, gorgeous, gorgeous. So you got a little pineapple on the side. What do we, what is, what is this guy? Who are you? Who are you? Wow. Sugar. That must have been caramel. I have no idea. It said warm pineapple compote. I guarantee you, these two chatty Cathy's have been talking so much. Ice cold. This is delicious. Um, this, hold on, I gotta go back to the description one more time, real quick. It says banana and pecan cake dipped in cream cheese icing. I don't know how much of the banana, well, no, now I get it. It's a little bit of an aftertaste. I was gonna say, it definitely has like a spice cake flavor to it, and I love spice cake. And I love cream cheese frosting, so the fact that it's dipped in it, it's just like, this is a perfect little dessert for me. And this dessert actually, in fact, costs $4.75, so I think for $4.75, I would get this. It doesn't even matter that they talked all the way through that those pineapples are ice cold now. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna dive into these beers though, because you know what? I haven't earned them, but I'm gonna pretend like I have. All right, first up, the Wicked Weed Pineapple Daydream IPA. That sounds good. I like Wicked Weed. Mm -hmm. I like IPA. <laughs> I like pineapple. I love lamp. <laughs> Not super pineapple-y. Very hoppy. Um, 
Yeah, a little bitter. I think if you're somebody who doesn't like an IPA or don't like bitter beers, you're not gonna enjoy this one. Um, next up, I'm doing the Jazzberry. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna say it's like a blueberry. It definitely gives me blueberry. It's good. It's got a, it's got a really nice fruity smell to it, but I feel like it's got a little bit not as sweet of a taste that matches the smell. I thought this was gonna drink more like, um, like a shock top or something like that, or like a blue moon, you know, like with that really kind of like juicier flavor in it. I hate saying words like that, but here we are. All right, peanut butter chocolate milk stout. <laughs> I definitely get the peanut butter in here. I get the chocolate there, and it's definitely got a little bit of like a coffee, like kind of dark flavor to it. You know what? Mm. It's not too bad. It's actually, I feel like fairly on the lighter side for like a stout, um, not like overly thick or anything like that, but it definitely has a nice peanut butter flavor in here that I enjoy. So I think if you are being adventurous, or you know, if you're somebody who's like, peanut butter beer, what? I think that would be a nice like, little tiptoe into that realm for you. And for uh, 10.25 for the three, I think it's not that bad because a larger size was like 9.75, I think. So, and these are three four ounce pours. So it's the equivalent of a 12 ounce beer. So it's not a bad deal. Well, I mean, it's Disney prices. So I feel like sometimes I say it's not a bad deal and then people are like, what? Just wanted to pop in and chime in about the hummingbird cake. Uh, we got it last year, they changed it up. I still enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like I remember liking it a little bit more last year. It's still not gonna be Art Smith's Hummingbird Cake, but it is a solid choice here at the festival. And I'm hoping I can say the next thing, uh, the same thing about our next item. We're getting it from Pastoral Palette from Germany, and we're going with the red wine braised beef short rib with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and balsamic glaze. This was $8.75, and you know, it's a nice, hearty, one big piece of boneless short rib. I got some of the parsnip on there. Puree, I'm probably gonna drop this off my fork because I, I feel like I'm living on the edge right now with it. So let me just uh, give this a shove. It's not melting in your mouth, but it's still really, really well cooked. Short rib, uh, actually seasoned very nicely. So uh, you don't really need the balsamic glaze or parsnip puree to mix in with it, but you know what, that just takes it over the top, especially with the balsamic glaze, adding a little extra sweetness overall to the entire uh, saltiness of the dish. Very, very nice. This broccoli feels very, very undercooked. I think that's gonna be the case. Let's give it a shot. That broccolini is essentially raw. Not a great, uh, not a great time with that. So uh, while it adds color to the dish, really, uh, you know, it makes it feel like a, a complete little meal right there. I would have uh, skipped it if I had the choice, uh, knowing now how it is. I, I will not be eating any more of the broccolini, but I, I don't even know if I'm gonna let Rhino or Hannah have any of the, the short rib. It's really good. I want it all for myself. It's, oh man, oh man. Oh, unlike Craig, I didn't love it. It was giving more pot roast. I think it's kind of dry, like the texture. It wasn't melt in your mouth, which Craig did mention, but it just, I don't know. It, it just wasn't that like tender short rib, maybe something you get 
hit a little bit of a nicer restaurant. Kind of reminded me of like a not as good version of my uh, pot roast. And then I didn't even try the broccolini because it it is raw. Like the piece I'm looking at doesn't look like it was steamed at all. Maybe I'll still eat it. I love broccolini. Uh, and then the parsnip uh, puree I thought was great, obviously, with that glaze was delicious. So, I mean, if you combine all three of those in a bite, I think it's pretty good. It has uh, very good flavors, but I don't know. I feel like for the price point too, being over $8, there are other things I would enjoy more. Like I would put the beef wellington above this beef dish, uh, which was a similar price. I would also rather have that deconstructed BLT, I think than this and I typically love everything in Germany. So I think it's okay for what it is and I will say maybe it was an off dish. I do feel like it was kind of dry or maybe even sitting out or something, but um, I wanted to love it and I just, I just didn't and I don't think I'll get this one again. We're moving on, but before I move on, I just wanted to echo Hannah, Hannah's uh, sentiments on the short rib as well. No, no uh, shame or shade to Craig. I just, I don't think I'm as wild about short rib as he is. I, that's it. It was fine. It was okay. I, I, whatever. But um, we uh, came past the refreshment outpost over here, and I feel like uh, lately they've been rotating in some interesting beers. So I always like to take a peek. And over there, they had the Parish Brewing Company Blueberry Mochi Berliner Weiss from Bossard, Louisiana. Uh, and uh, cheers. Hannah has one too. And. Um, I have to say it is very blueberry. It is definitely giving me um, almost like, uh, Craig was saying, uh, like a milkshake IPA sort of a thing. Um, it, it has a, I don't want to say a thickness, but there is definitely like a fullness to it. Um, smoothie sour. Smoothie sour is what I meant. Sorry, not milkshake IPA. A smoothie sour flavor to it. So if that's your jam, I think you'd really like this beer. I mean, it definitely has a really strong blueberry flavor in it. And it has that almost lactose taste to it, which is giving it the, because I was like, how are they going to get the mochi flavor? But I think really you could have called this like uh, blueberry pie and I would have bought that too. I would have fell for that. But um from there, we uh, popped into China, went to the Painted Panda, where we ordered the General Tso's chicken shumai and the sesame balls with red bean paste. Both of those came with uh, three options, and, uh, or not three options, I'm sorry, uh, three items. So the General Tso's, General Tso's chicken shumai is $10.75, and the sesame balls are $7.25. I'm gonna start with the General Tso first. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought there was going to be a lot more liquid inside of that shumai than there was. Um, it really tastes just like there's like maybe two or three kind of tiny pieces of general general sal's wrapped inside of this um, like uh, what are you, what would it be a wonton yeah. sort of wrapper here um, a steamed wonton wrapper, but. It's, it's not bad, like I, I do like it. Um, it definitely has that nice little kick to it, which I love from General Sal's. The problem is 1075 for these three. Mmm, mmm, mmm. I don't think so. So for my little dessert, I'm gonna treat my little self. <laughs> I'm gonna get myself one of these sesame balls. Yeah. There's not a lot of description here. Just sesame balls with red bean paste. I do like red bean paste though. You want me to like bite it in half? You can take a little peek. Ooh, yeah. a little, that's your thing. Let me open that up for you. Mm. It's exactly what you thought it was gonna be on the inside, wasn't it? 
I feel like I'm talking to you like I'm Mr. Rogers right now. <laughs> I like the flavors of the sesame balls a lot. Um, it's giving me like a very firm donut or um, like a beignet, like a really thick beignet. It's kind of the coating. And then the red bean paste is good, but whatever the sauce is on the plate, I kind of wish that had been injected into it or maybe like there had been more of it so you could dip it because it comes out like a little bit dry and a little bit tough. So for me, I don't know that this is a booth worth stopping at. First, I'm gonna comment on this beer. It is, it's interesting. I like the color of it. I feel like it is very, maybe, I don't know, Instagram worthy with the festival. It's a little heavy, like it does have that kind of shandy sour taste, but then uh, it's gonna be a little hard for me to get through all the way, I think. I don't see like family members like knowing their taste in beer, enjoying this, but you know, Pierce Brewing, guys support Louisiana folk had to try it. Okay, everything in the Painted Panda, no, 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 no. I just, I could not get into it. Like, who doesn't love General Sal's chicken? It's always great, but it just, the flavor was not there. Um, like, you, I've been into the, um, to the dumpling or the shumai expecting to get that, like, instant flavor, it's and like I just really water. didn't. Like, it just kind of felt like I was eating chicken nuggets and then I was like oh there's a little spice so I feel like for the price point I would not recommend that especially um and then the the sesame ball dessert I I just don't get it like I like sesame I love desserts uh the dough was just it was very tough so uh I mean it took me about 30 minutes to chew half of <laughs> one of them and I was still like it just I don't know and then also the uh the red bean pace I think would have helped maybe it like Rhino said if there was some inside of the dessert or if there was just more of it or if I could dip it into it but it's on the plate kind of as a garnish and it's visually pretty but it soaks into that paper plate and so you can't even really scoop up any of it on the dessert so actually I'm gonna leave half of mine on the plate and just walk away from it so I am sad, I'm disappointed. This menu looked exciting to me, but I, I just wouldn't spend the money. Spend it somewhere else, not for me. Our final stop for the night, even though there's so many more places we wanted to hit, is actually going to be the Craftsman Courtyard near Disney Traders. And we ended up getting both of the food items here because I'm a glutton and that's how it goes. So I'm starting with the grilled pork belly with salsa verde, broccoli rabe, uh, pickled peppers, and raclette cheese on grilled sourdough. And it like literally looks like a piece of toast. So I feel like they're being a little fast and loose with the sourdough. Uh, the broccoli feels like it's more cooked than the broccolini from Germany, but still not well done. And they say this is pork belly, but this looks exactly the same as the porchetta from uh, from Festival of the Holidays that I believe was literally at the, the same, same booth, booth in the yeah. exact same place. So maybe this is just leftovers from that and they're like, let's just roll it into the next event. <laughs> I cannot get rid of this broccoli on here. I'm, oh my goodness. I can't, no, I don't want to eat that much broccoli. I just like, why won't it fall off? There we go. Sorry for being so whiny. It's just me. I oh gosh, oh gosh. It, oh my. <laughs> Six seventy-five for this. I feel like it's a great investment. Uh, it does literally taste exactly like the porchetta. Not sure where the salsa verde is. I mean, I'm sure it's just kind of like sprinkled lightly on top of there. Uh, pickled peppers. I'm not getting those at all. The raclette cheese obviously is adding a little uh, 
you know, slight, slight stinkiness to it. So balances the flavor out. Uh, the sourdough, I didn't eat any of it, but. Now you have. It's freaking toast. It's toast. You don't need the toast. Just put the pork belly on the plate. I don't need the broccolini too. I like it. So next up at the Craftsman's Courtyard, we also had the grilled marinated skirt steak. And our friend Avery, who watches the Diz, highly recommended this dish to us. And we knew that we had to have it. He said that it was basically like a better Philly cheese. And who doesn't love Philly cheese? This comes with blue cheese, which is why I am reviewing it. And not Rhino, because he said he doesn't like blue cheese. He said it smells stinky. But I think the cheese on the pork belly smells stinkier. So I'm about to try it right now, but I'll give you a quick description. Uh, first, it costs $7, because I always forget to tell you how much it costs. It costs $7, it comes with, um, let's see, caramelized onions and mushrooms, blue cheese fondue, and arugula, love arugula, on a grilled French roll. So let's give it a go. I'm a messy eater, so I'm not really sure how this is gonna go, but let's uh, just dig in here. I'm gonna get the middle section. The middle is always the best, right? Oh, no. All right. Get in there. So, not getting any really of the bread, but I'm just I'm gonna eat this you bit. You have to eat the bread. Okay, all right. I should eat like a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. Flip it over. Do me. Oh, yep. Let's get this just right. Just do that like that. There, open there you go. Like an open yeah. face. Yeah, I'm gonna fancy. take out the twig here of mm -hmm. arugula. Yeah. That's too hard. Okay. All right. Here's to you. So. Contrary to popular belief, we actually agree with Rhino. <laughs> and the sandwich was not as good as the pork belly. Um, as you know, I had a very hard time eating it, mostly because my massive overbite. It's fine. But uh, I like blue cheese, so I like that element of it. I think, you know, it's a chilly day. If it come out piping hot, probably would have been better. I also think the French bread just, I, I don't know. It, it was just hard to bite into and didn't really need it. I, I feel like for the price, I would rather have the pork belly. I feel like this was good, but not for $7 good. So, mm, get the pork belly. We're closing out the evening now. We're, we're all done eating. And I'm going to say uh, my initial opinions here are, I feel like we had a pretty good day. There was more hits than misses. And um, I, I didn't speak about the last items we had at the Craftsman Courtyard, but I definitely said the grilled pork belly with the, um, the raclette cheese on top on that grilled sourdough. That was very tasty. I would definitely um, come back and get that. Like I want it the second it's handed to me to put that cheese in my mouth so it burns the roof of my mouth like a like a good old cheese pizza. I can't. I'm one of those people. I can't control myself. Um, so I would. I'd recommend that. And then there was um, there was a coffee old fashioned that the uh, the viewer or the listener that we ran into um, said was pretty good too. So I, I'd be interested in that. I'm not a big coffee person, but I do feel like the flavors of coffee lend themselves to bourbon. So it's one of those where I'm like, I'd be interested. But um, when I when I think back to the rest of the day, I have to say that the uh, deconstructed BLT is the item that really does keep coming back to my mind um, in terms of like, I definitely want to come back for that. Like I said, that grilled pork belly, that was really good. I think there's like one or two, not one or two, I'm sure there's a couple other items I'd like to try. The um, the polka dot uh, cake that we had from Pop Eats, that was really good too. Something I didn't want to have, but that grilled cheese is also a solid bet over there. So I feel like, you know, <clears throat> when I, we initially were like, oh, the Festival of the Arts is starting and it was kind of like, there's not a lot of new food. 
I don't know. This was honestly like one of the best years in terms of food we just ate for me, or at least I don't remember it this way, but I am very happy with most of what we had. I, I, I would definitely not really recommend the items we had in China. I feel like those were big misses for me. And whatever you do, do not get the salmon in France. It is the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. And if you loved it, I am so sorry, but we're probably not friends anymore. Um, but no, there were, there's some good items. I'd love to uh, hear some feedback on some beers maybe we missed. There was a couple I want to try, like there was a Brooklyn uh, Brewing Hazy IPA that was over at the Pop Eats that I, I think I would give that a try. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm curious what people thought of drinks and stuff like that. I'd, I'd want to hear that. But overall, I'm pretty happy. This is definitely one of my favorite uh, festivals. If not my favorite festival, there was some really cool art. I feel like we saw, I mean, I saw a goofy movie, um, two different goofy movie, or like three different goofy movie um, uh, prints and canvases that I was like, oh man, I clearly came here like a day or two late because uh, they don't have any more of the uh, more affordable options. Um, but I'm gonna try and come back for those. So all in all, a good day, definitely recommend it. I think the must hit for me would be the deconstructed booth, but do not get that strawberry mint julep. The first part was good that I had, but when everybody else had it and we kept drinking the drink after, it was nasty. It wasn't just the medicine flavor they talked about. I didn't get that as strongly, but it was like, it became like jello-y and like liquidy. I don't, I don't know. I put too much of the, the sauce in it, I think, or something. I don't know. So I didn't, I didn't really like it. I don't think it's worth it. So don't do that. But that's it. I'll let other people talk now. All right, so I had another great visit to Festival of the Arts. This is one of my favorite festivals. I just feel like there's still more food dishes I want to try, more artwork I want to look at. There's so much to see here. I really have pretty much the same opinion as Rhino. I want to come back and get the deconstructed BLT. I want to come back and get the pork belly at Craftsman's Corner. I thought those were phenomenal. Even though they were both pork belly uh, based dishes, I felt like they were very different. And it's something that was special and the serving size was decent. I feel like it's something that my family would enjoy even if you didn't have that as an adventurous of a palate, let's say. Um, I would echo the same thing from the deconstructed deconstructed booth is that the old fashioned or the not all the old fashioned the mint julep was terrible i would never recommend that to anyone same with the uh, cold salmon dish in france i thought that was very icky uh the warm salmon dish was okay but i just feel like there's so many better offerings why would you spend the money on it so, and again, I know I've said it, I'm a broken record. I love that grilled cheese dish, especially this time of year. I feel like that's something, if you were getting grilled cheese and tomato soup, even though the tomato soup is not a superstar, I feel like that's something that you can only get this time of year. You would not want to eat that in August during Food and Wine Festival or even later this summer. So I think that's always a winner. And other than that, there are still dishes I want to try in talking to uh, Diz viewers here today. Sounds like the maybe some of the cocktails and beers weren't as big of a hit as other festivals. I I haven't, other than the mint julep, I haven't had anything I didn't enjoy. Um, the beers that we tried, I thought, were fun and unique. And even though maybe I wouldn't get them again, I think that's also part of what's fun of going to these festivals is that you can try things that I wouldn't be able to buy in Publix or maybe like the Parish Brewing beer that we had, it was bright purple. That's very fun. 
So I, I don't really regret any of those. Um, this is my second visit and my second piece of art that I've purchased. I said I wasn't going to, but just can't help myself. So I think that's also the awesome part of this festival is just uh, not only getting to just walk around and look at the art, but then getting to take home uh, Disney pieces that I'm gonna enjoy for a long time. You might even see this in the background wall in my house one day. So uh, yeah, as you can tell, everybody else is having a great time here tonight uh, too. And what's not to love? We made some good choices today. We made some not so good choices. I'll start with the not so good and echo the sentiments of my colleagues. France, I would never, ever, ever again get the duo of Salmon. And then China has officially lost me for a little bit. I feel like, you know, kind of on the fence between should we stop at China or should we go to Mexico? We cut out Mexico, went to China, and I have regrets, major regrets. But let's talk about the positive. I'm going to give you my top five of the day. Uh, at number five, I'm going to say the hummingbird cake. And, uh, you know, that was just a nice, solid dessert. Uh, at number four, I'm going to go ahead and put the Beef Wellington there. I think that's a good spot for the Wellington. At number three, I'm going to put the Rock the Dots, the white chocolate cake uh, the, with the orange. That was just super refreshing. Uh, I, I mean, that was the best dessert we had by a mile. One of the best desserts I've had at Disney in a long time. At number two, I'm going to put the BLT. And at number one, I'm going to put that grilled pork belly. I just, that, that porchetta style pork belly, uh, it just hit. It hit so well, so flavorful. Uh, nothing against the BLT. It was number one until right at the end. It just did not quite stack up when all was said and done. I mean, the only thing I'll knock on the grilled pork belly was that, that sad sourdough on the bottom. That was just not really working. But... Uh, you know, five things in my top favorites. That doesn't even count that grilled cheese. There was definitely more favorites. The rosé beer, just a lot of good today. And that makes me happy. I always love when we have more positive things to say about this event than <laughs> the negative things. I think I'm being called I think I'm being called away right now to uh, to the underworld, which that's always concerning. Uh, but I you know, had a great day with great company. I can't wait to be back again to try and fill in the gaps for some of the things that we missed. Uh, I hope you enjoyed watching us or listening to us go around and try all the different food and drinks we had today. And if you do did enjoy it and you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Support us by becoming a Patreon supporter, and you can get more information on that at patreon.com slash disunlimited. If you are watching this, subscribe to the channel, uh, leave us comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section, and hit that thumbs up. And if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us ratings and reviews when possible. But that's going to do it for myself, Rhino, and Hannah here at Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Truly hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again real soon the next time we are shoving our faces with a Disney dining review. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Yummy, yummy.